Hello, and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzam.com. And sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. And hello. Hi. (laughs) I'm in a really good mood because I just came from a summertime yoga workshop and feeling all the good vibes. Well, look at you. I'm like, (laughs) you know, it feels very summery here as well, but it might be that 80% humidity and 80 degrees temperature. (laughs) That'll do it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it just just might be that. I'm glowing a little bit. There you go. A little sheen, a little shimmer. (laughs) Yeah. You know. (laughs) We made essential oil blends and I made mine all citrus based. Actually, you'll love it. I found the lime. She had lime. And I was like, well, I'm done. This is (laughs) going to be my vibe. And it basically smells like if you rub um, the leaves of like a citrus tree, that smell. I'm really excited. (laughs) Look at you. I know. You're like living a great life with your essential oils and yoga. <laughs> Doing what I can. Now, baby, just uh, you know, taking all she can from you, <laughs> <laughs> and this podcast. Now, <laughs> I love giving myself to this podcast, <laughs> just like milk for a baby. <laughs> exactly like milk for a baby. Exactly. Let's jump into episode 43, starting with our little stuff at the top. So what do you have for follow-ups? I have a little oopsie daisy. So last week we did our very extensive 2009 year in review. And we talked about that weird race car segment with Jay Leno. Uh huh. And we just assumed it was the Tonight Show and kind of like moved on. And then as I was doing the captions for the gallery... I'm like, wait, Conan was hosting the Tonight Show when she went on. So I had to look it up and I forgot there was a short-lived The Jay Leno Show. And I guess they had some sort of deal with Ford Hybrid or something. Yeah. And that was like part of the deal that they had to have the celebrities go out and race those cars. So that's why she did it. And oops, we called it The Tonight Show, but it was not. Like anyone cares. (laughs) But what's really amazing about that just for some reason is the fact that like that was a short amount of time that Conan had the tonight show that's true that whole thing like it was a blip but it was a kind of a big deal oh yeah you guys don't know about that you guys should look it up I remember us talking about it yes and I just found in our text message it was the advertiser friendly green car challenge (laughs) (laughs) with the electric Ford Focus so I was right I said I think it was some electric car and I don't know what I guessed it was but I don't think I said Ford but anyway, that was a decent follow-up because it's kind of interesting history if you want to look into the Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien debacle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so I see that we've got a very short segment here. What did Drew love this week? I love love. All right, I only got one from a video on Instagram that we'll get to a little bit later, but she loves a huddle, a huddle of people in a group, you know, team huddle. <laughs> she also loves football. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, I'm just like, what? I guess huddle is just like people getting together, having a little huddle, like a meeting, a little close knit meeting. Why does huddle almost sound like it should be like a group hug? Because it sounds like huddle. It's a cuddle huggle. (laughs) Huddle. Yeah. It's actually like a portmanteau of hug and cuddle. So that makes sense. I think so. (laughs) 
All right. So let's jump to our mail. (laughs) You've got mail. Okay. We have another review from Apple Podcasts. And this comes from a listener named Carla M. Mm -hmm. And Carla had some really nice things to say about us. All right. Here we go. So Carla said, this is a wonderful podcast that's about Drew Barrymore. As a fan of Drew and lover of her energy, I love all the episodes and I also follow them on Instagram. This is a fun podcast if you're new and you're a lover of anything 90s. Yeah. So many cool stories and movies that they talk about. If you're an old fan, you'll love this podcast. Or if you found Drew through her daytime talk show. Go deep dive on her personal life, memories, and amazing, fun, wonderful movies she's done. Also, still waiting for Drew to direct another movie, Whip It. Awesome comfort movie. <laughs> I like that little shout out for Whip It at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not only a review for us, it's also a review for the movie. I guess Whip so. It. I'll take it. <laughs> That's great. All right. So we didn't have a lot at the top, but we do have something for this week in Drew history. What did you pull out? Oh, it's a good one. All right, July 5th, 1995. So we're in an era we obviously love. And Drew was hanging out with Hole as they were on tour with Lollapalooza Festival. Cool. I know. And on this day, they were in Vancouver. We've seen some photos and videos from this. So let me just kind of explain what Drew looked like. She had on... The Footprints t-shirt, which we've like talked about as something she wore for many, many years. Yep. It says like, I walked the line in 79. Is that what it says? Something like that. It, it does say that. Yes. Okay. And then she has this like shiny, very mid nineties skirt and a teddy bear backpack, which is so cute. It's like only time we've ever seen that and sunglasses and her great blonde choppy hair. Just beautiful. It's such a cute look. It's such a like, this look I think is quintessential of that time for some reason. Totally. Um, When did Mad Love come out? Like when was that press interview thing that I love? One or two months before this. Okay. I feel like that's exactly the look she has here. Totally. Um, I did notice that we do have the two other instances at least where she had that footprint shirt on, on our website, on the wardrobe recycle. So you guys should go check that out (laughs) if you want to see the shirt we're talking about. And of course the episode page will have pictures. Okay, so there is this interviewer that used to be around in the 90s named Nardwar. I don't really know his whole Me history. Neither. I feel like there are a lot of his interviews out there, but he was kind of infamously like annoying to his interview subjects. Very in your face. Yes. And in that interview, she talked about her Batman Forever premiere look, which was um, the two slips that she'd wore kind of together that she got from a Playmate store. Which is like a stripper wear <laughs> Yes. I guess you would call it. Which is so funny, but they just look like we always called them baby doll dresses, you know? And, um, and she talked about how she got on the, would you, (laughs) would you be caught dead in this outfit list? (laughs) I guess she got kind of some bad press for that outfit, (laughs) but we love it. Absolutely. That's like one of the early instances of like her showing off her lower back. Oh, totally. Yep. In fact, I was just thinking the other day, but I wonder if I kind of like from 2009, the Grey Gardens LA premiere look, because it has that low back. It reminds me of this one. Ah, <laughs> interesting. Cause they're both like light colored dresses with yeah, the low maybe. back. But yeah, this is fun footage to watch. Cause you really see Drew really just like being herself. She's with Eric. She's with Courtney a little bit. Like you can't, yep. it definitely seems like her and Courtney 
are just like kind of getting to know each other or something. I don't know. They're, they don't yes. seem like super close, but Drew's definitely like chatting with her as this guy is trying yes. to be like inserting himself. <laughs> yes. And um, I don't know if we said, but we'll link to that interview. It's available online. So we'll be linking to it on the episode yes. page. And I just want to give a quick shout out to the Instagram account. Yeah. F yeah. Courtney love. They do amazing work. They're totally an inspiration for the way that I run our Instagram for Drusium. Awesome. And they shared a really cool picture from this with us recently that we had never seen before that pretty much, I think, uh, killed both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm dead. (laughs) I'm definitely dead. We are podcasting from beyond the grave. Yes. Yes. We've died many times. I mean, I think more than nine, so I'm going to have to figure out what kind of creatures we are. I thought we were cats, but anyway, we'll get back to that another time. (laughs) What's new with Drew? Not a lot. We don't know what Drew's up to, but it's worth mentioning. And I feel like we probably should have mentioned this last week, but forgot the Instagram account at Drew Magazine is back. Um, It was gone for quite a long time and now it's back and they're sharing some really great stuff. Like there's really cute behind the scenes videos they've been sharing recently. That's where the huddle (laughs) came from. Ah, very cool. It's nice to see that back and whoever's running it is doing a great job. Awesome. Very cool. I hope you're all out there listening to us and hearing that feedback. Yes. <laughs> if not, I'm sure we'll be loving every post anyway. So <laughs> watch out for us on the net. <laughs> Howdy, Howdy Drewbies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years, and they take care of all of our website needs for the Drewzium.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration quite a few times. But then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, And if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I I can only imagine. (laughs) I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course. Okay, so now let's jump into this weekly topic. This is a fun one. We decided to just kind of do a little top fives. This will be our second top fives episode. We did performances for episode 35, and now we're doing our fave mag covers. Yeah. Top five. Well, we're so we're working on a movie episode, and that always takes a lot longer. So in the meantime, we're like, let's do something we can just rattle off the top of our heads and just have fun. Something we don't have to do really research on, just our personal opinions. It's just kind of in our brain, more in Ashley's brain than mine, I found. But, you know, it's it's all right. <laughs> Felt like it took me a bit of effort to figure out what are my favorites. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, I want to say at the top, I feel like these are our favorites right now. Yeah. Ashley and I kind of talked like these numbers are just like, what are numbers? <laughs> we will be kind of talking about some of our honorable mentions throughout, but we do have kind of a <laughs> semi-solid top five for now. Um, so I do want to say like some of my favorite photo shoots 
they don't have a cover that mm-hmm. is from that shoot. So for example, the first one I'm thinking of is Us 1997. Mm-hmm. I'm it's obsessed with that photo shoot, but the cover photo is from Rolling Stone 95, which I still will never understand. And there's a couple others like that too. So we're not talking photo shoots. We're talking strictly the cover. Mm-hmm. And also in my choices, I tried to pick ones that were solely for this cover rather than like something that was recycled from a previous photo shoot. And that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's good to mention that because, yeah, as I was kind of going through photo shoots, I was like, it's no cover. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think relatedly, sometimes the cover is like even better than anything inside. So there are times when there's like stuff inside with a boring cover. I feel like quite often. That would be like every issue of InStyle almost. (laughs) Yes. And then there's the, you know, no cover, of course. And then we've got amazing cover and amazing inside. But we're going to try to stay focused on (laughs) just the covers. (laughs) Okay. So you want me to go first with my number five? Sure. Okay. So I went back and forth, but I landed on Versus from 2009, which we just talked about in our last episode. This was done Mm -hmm. by Ellen Von Unworth. And I love it for a lot of reasons. Drew's look in it. So it's very graphic. There's almost no writing whatsoever on the cover. And there's like this big splash of pink, which pink is my favorite color. So (laughs) I always love that. And it's gigantic, which probably has something to do with how much I love it. Yes. This one didn't make my top five list, though. It's definitely in the honorable mentions. If you want to hear us gush a little bit about it, you can check out the Ellen Von Unworth episode. Yes. Good call. So check out number 28 and also check out our year in review episode 42 for 2009, where we talk about it a little bit more Um, and you'll hear many of the reasons why we loved it. But yes, the graphicness of the cover. So cool. Good one. (laughs) All right. What's your number five? So my number five, this is just one I've always loved and I don't think I think about it enough and I kind of like rediscovered it and had this feeling. So it's Mirabella from 1985. Got by Bert Stern. Uh, I definitely associate this one with you. Do you? I mean, it's kind of an interesting one. And I feel like she almost looks like a a sculpture or something. Like, ooh, yeah. It's so crisp. And also, this is like a legit photographer. You had mentioned something about him doing some work in the late later in the life of Marilyn Monroe. Right. So this cover is just gorgeous. Every time I come back to it, I think it took me a long time to get it when I was first collecting as well. So I think there's something associated with that. Like once I finally got my hands on it, like it's just such a beautiful one. Good one. But it ended up in my top five. It it made that much of an impact, even though it's just a very simple, gorgeous portrait. See it. I get it. All right. My number four. Mm -hmm. And this was one that I temporarily forgot about until I started doing the research for this episode. And then I was like, oh, I love this one so much. Mm -hmm. So it might not ring a bell right offhand, but this is Guardian from 2015, which I think is just a UK like weekend insert. I think it is. Which is crazy, but it's oversized and it's newspaper kind of paper, but it's this gorgeous photo by Danielle Levitt, who we did mention in the last episode. She's worked Mm -hmm. with Drew quite a few times. And Drew has a flower crown on, which I'm a sucker for that. And her hair (laughs) is super long. And it's just this like stunning photo of her looking at the camera. And I just, I really like, again, there's not a lot of text on this cover. Mm -hmm. 
ever since the first time I saw it, I've absolutely been obsessed with it. And I believe our friend Katie from the UK hooked us up with this one. So I got to shout her out. I'm so glad that we have this in our collections. Yes. And it's definitely on my honorable mention list. Interestingly, when I was going through to try to find my top five, I also pulled this like without ever looking at your list. Oh, wow. It made a big impact on me as well. But it was like sort of a thing where I hadn't like, because it's so recent and I hadn't had like gone back to it, like some mm-hmm. of the others. Yep. Same. It is such a good one. And I think just the look on Drew's face has like something to do with how amazing it is, yeah. you know, all of those other details, but she also just looks really like strong in it. I don't know, yes. in a way, I don't know. I agree. But that's a really, really good choice. Thanks. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. Okay. So my number four is Jane Magazine from 1997, which we have an episode about, episode 24. This was shot by Carter Smith. It's just an adorable, adorable cover. I think I'm very influenced by how much I love this entire issue. Yeah, that makes sense. It's got like her short-lived hairstyle on the cover with these like bangs and choppy bob. It's just really a wonderful, like happy cover. I was just going to say, it's just so happy that it's yeah. definitely one of my honorable mentions. It almost made the list, but five, you got to be brutal and chop some stuff. I off. know <laughs> I wanted to also say a couple of my other honorable mentions are other issues of Jane magazine. So the cover from 2004 by Amanda Decadenette, I also oh, really I love, that, love one. that one. I forgot about that one. It's so gorgeous. And then Carter Smith and Drew reunited 10 years after the 1997. And in 2007, he shot another cover of her. And it has like this dreamy vibe to it that kind of feels similar to the original Jane. I think that's highly underrated. So yeah, that's a beautiful one. So yeah, 2004, 2007, Jane still was doing an amazing job. So I kind of had to shove those in there because Jane, (laughs) I miss you. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. My number three. And I can't believe that when we did these lists on our website years ago, that I didn't think about this. I don't know. It's interesting, but yeah, I'm choosing 1995 ID magazine. Again, this is another Ellen Von Unworth. We go way more in depth on this one in that episode that Nan shouted out. I love this one because number one, it's Drew with a straw. It's <laughs> just like my weird weakness. Uh, she's winking because that's what you have to do on the cover of ID. And she's a daisy in her hair and she's wearing a little bikini top and she's just like adorable and sexy all at once. It probably would rate higher for me if the cute pink lettering didn't say gigantically generation sex. <laughs> And it's funny that like, that was a reoccurring thing that Drew's on the cover and it says sex gigantically. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I would probably like it a little more if that wasn't there, but I just think it's adorable and very much in my aesthetic. Yeah. It's very cute. I also love that when we talked about this on the episode about Ellen Von Unworth, it was like, I don't even think I noticed what the words said. It's just like they're over her whole entire body. And then it's like, oh yeah, it does say generation sex. Yeah. It's a really amazing one. There's so much like the daisy in her hair. It just becomes like such a part of 95 Drew. Totally. Weren't we saying something like her having the daisies for like this shoot may have been like one of the first times we saw her with like a daisy in her hair? Yeah, you know, it's funny. We definitely did say that. And then later on, I realized that the Michael Muller amazing (gasps) shoot from 94, she has daisies in her hair. We're a little wrong, but still. Okay. Maybe a few months apart. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. 
Oh, that's the other one that I was thinking of where they don't use a photo from that on the cover of that magazine sky. They use one from Esquire 94, which is like, why would you do that? Anyway. Yes. All right. What's your number three? Okay. So my number three is LA Weekly from 2009 by Kevin Scanlon. Yes. This one was on my list when we did our top five years ago on our website. It's on it again. I think at that point it was like brand new, like relatively <laughs> new. Like it probably wasn't 2009, but a few years after you'll hear us gush about this in our 2009 episode. Once again, episode 42. I mean, I'll just describe it a little bit. Black and white. Drew's got a kind of simple black and white striped shirt, a big heart shaped necklace, sunglasses hanging from her hip. And she's like kind of taking off her jacket. She's got flossy, her pup pup by her side. And she just looks amazing. I definitely almost put this on my list, but I was like, I can't have this one and versus 2009. Like they're too similar. Yeah. So I went with versus probably just because it has pink on it, but (laughs) they're interchangeable almost. I know some (laughs) of the reasons that we make these decisions for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're already to number two. What's your number two? Okay. My number two is going to be pop from 2008. And I just realized I also got this one from Katie. Thank you so much, Katie. Katie's the best. (laughs) This was shot by Alistair McClellan, who I believe this is the one and only time he worked with Drew, but oh my gosh, I would love for them to get back together because this shoot is incredible. I often see these photos wrongly attributed to being taken in the nineties because they have such a nineties vibe to them. Yeah. They're not. They're from 2008 and Drew's holding a little bunny. She definitely has like flannel on under a sweater and this big beanie and really dark makeup for that time. Yeah. And it's just freaking gorgeous. I love it so much. Yeah. It's really amazing. It was once again, honorable mention close to being on my top five. I don't know how it squeaked (laughs) out honestly, because it's really amazing. It's one of those like You know, it's not the clean-faced, fresh Drew. It's like this brooding, very much so has a 90s vibe. But of course, like we know Drew didn't have that kind of hair in the 90s. Like (laughs) I know, come on, people people get it together. (laughs) But yeah, it's stunning. The albino bunny in her arms, I think is probably seals making it so gorgeous. You know, it really is like the contrast with her dark makeup and the white bunny. Anyway, I would love to see her work with that photographer again. Please. Yeah, that would be rad. Okay, what you got for number two? Okay, so my number two is Rolling Stone from 1995 with Mark Seliger. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm going to say like this is just too classic not to be on the list. If you don't know the cover offhand, it's a very, very close up image of Drew's face. She's kind of putting her tongue on her upper lip licking her upper lip. (laughs) I don't know how to describe that, but, um, and kind of looking off to the side, I think there's no way me describing it is doing it justice. Make sure you check it out on our episode page or just do a quick Google. Like everyone needs to know this one. Yes. I am going to go ahead and put a couple honorable mentions in here. One I'm cheating because I didn't want to leave out, even though I know we said we were going to talk about him. I have to mention Boulevard from 1997. Yeah. It crossed my mind. Yes. So this is They used another picture from the Rolling Stone 1995 shoot. I'm not going to go on about it because I know Ashley also loves it. We could probably have a whole episode just about this cover. (laughs) But that I had to mention because it's another picture from the shoot. But then also one of my honorable mentions is New York Magazine from this year. 
I actually kind of expected that to show up on your list. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It's once again, a Mark Seliger shoot. So that's why I dropped it in here. If you don't know it, you just need to look it up. I still haven't gotten my hands on a copy. I know. When are they going to arrive? I know, yet it's on my (laughs) list. Yeah. Thank you, Mark Seliger. (laughs) Forever (laughs) endeavor. (laughs) Well, then let me just say my number one is Rolling Stone from 1995. And I think because it's just when I think of the quintessential Drew cover, that's what the first thing that pops into my mind. That's such a good way to describe it. I mean, I guess a lot of people maybe know Playboy better. That one's pretty classic. But this one to me is like all things that make up who Drew is. I feel like they somehow is in this photo. Yeah. And it's just a classic for a good reason. Mm-hmm. I have a couple other Mark Seliger honorable mentions as well, which would be Vanity Fair from 2003, because I'm just a sucker for Drew with long blonde <laughs> hair, probably because I'm a narcissist and it matches my hair. I don't know. <laughs> I love that one of her on the beach. And then also I almost included this Rolling Stone from 2000, which we go into great detail on, on episode 34, but uh, that is absolutely just a beautiful one as well. And I don't know if we said this, but we have a whole episode on the Rolling Stone 95. It's our episode number three. So one of our first ones, I was just going to say that because I realized like, oh, we've gone over both of these. And Rolling Stone from 2000 is also on my honorable mentions list. Just amazing. But yeah, that Rolling Stone from 1995, it's no mystery that that's number one for you. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for number one? And do you have any guesses? <laughs> I think I definitely know what it is. Um, you probably should look up which episode we talked about. Oh this my on. God, <laughs> I should. Okay. So I'm just going to say before I say my number one, that before I even really started this list, I was like, oh, it's, I have to just sit down and like you know, get in my brain and figure out what they are. And you're like, well, you probably only have to think of two because your list is going to include this, this, and this. And I think, what were the three things that you said? I said, Jane, I said this one. And then LA Weekly, I think you said maybe. LA Weekly. Yep. So anyway, Bizarre 1996, which we talked about in episode 11. I didn't realize it was that early. That's kind of cool. I know. I will just say really quickly, um, the cover shot by Peter Lindbergh, the feature on the inside was shot by Mario Sorrenti. So different photographer for the cover. Peter Lindbergh did an incredible job. It's just black and white. It's so funny. There are three black and whites on our list that have colored text. Yeah. I bet it's a graphical thing too. It just works. So of course, this is on my list for a couple of reasons. She's got her black hair. She's got kind of very similar dark smoky eyes to that. To pop. Yes. I know. I was just thinking that. It could be kind of fun to like do a side by side of the eyes. Oh, you want a side by side, don't you? You know I do. (laughs) I will forever love this cover. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not even going to try to do it justice. I do kind of love that your cover and my cover for the number ones, it's like the dark and the light because that's just our jam always. (laughs) I had a thought earlier when I saw pop on your list, I was like, I feel like this should be on my list and not Ashley's list, you know, (laughs) dark sometimes, (laughs) but then in a way it's like, I have the really bright, happy Jane. Yeah. True. That's where we kind of did our little swap there. (laughs) That's our top five, but we still have a couple more honorable mentions. Notably, we had one that crossed over on both of our honorable mentions list. No surprise here. 
Yeah, we both, of course, had to give at least a little shout out to Detour from 1998 by David LaChapelle. Mm -hmm. This is such a unique and special one. Another great, like super close up of Drew. And just, I mean, there's nothing that looks like this. It's it's totally one of a kind. If you haven't seen this, the contents are really incredible. I think one of the coolest things about the photo shoots is that it was shot in France when they were doing Ever After. Yeah, which you would never know by looking at her here. (laughs) I mean, I think we figured that out just by context, like timing and context. She does have a wig on this cover. So there's no telling, you know, Drew's timeless face. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you must check it out. And David LaChapelle has done lots of amazing shoots with Drew, none of which surprisingly ended up on our list except for this honorable mention. So I'm glad that David LaChapelle made his way into our list in some way. (laughs) Congratulations. You know, he was waiting for that. (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. He's been listening for every episode until we mention his name. All right. So what other honorable mentions were left over for you? A couple more recent ones. And when I say recent, that probably isn't totally true, but (laughs) compared to the rest of the list, I also had to give a little mention to the style Sunday time special from 2020. Again, I got this from Katie. Like, what would we do without her? Oh my gosh. So this is like another supplement just over a weekend, I believe. And this one is really special. It was during the pandemic, everything shut down and drew and her daughter, Olive, and they just took these photos themselves. And there's this really cool collage of personal photos of Drew on the beach that I just adore. I think they're so fun. And it's such a different idea. It's so special. Totally. And then I also have to shout out, just like, I would never think this magazine would have an amazing cover, (laughs) but Good Housekeeping from 2016. Um, It was shot by Brian Bowen Smith. And I love this because it's pink and it also drew has a bunch of flowers on her head. Like I wouldn't even call this a flower crown. I would call this a flower sombrero. (laughs) It's gigantic. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) The flower sombrero is very you. I love it. Again, I was like, I don't feel like I could have this one and guardian on the list because they're too similar (laughs) to each other. And Guardian was just a little more special as far as graphics. So that's why. (laughs) I just thought of a cool thing, like talk about all the ones where Drew has flowers like on her head in some way. That would be really funny. There's been a lot of photos. Yes. I'll just mention my last couple honorable mentions. Another photographer who has worked with Drew quite a bit, but didn't really make their way into our top five is Mark Abrams or Abrahams. One of the shoots that I just pulled because I thought it was beautiful. I didn't remember who the photographer was. Um, is Premiere 2000. It has a similar vibe to Mirabella. Yeah. Just like really beautiful portrait. And she looks topless in both of them. (laughs) So maybe that's why you're thinking that. I just want Drew to be naked. (laughs) Isn't it just beautiful? Yeah. There's photos on the inside of that that are some of my absolute faves. So I totally get it. It's stunning. Like I remember thinking it was just gorgeous when I got it that year. And it's still stuck with me as one of my favorites. Um, And then interestingly enough, so you've got that incredible Sunday time special from 2020. I have it in style from 2020 Uh where Drew photographed herself. Yeah. (laughs) And I kind of like, even though I remember at the time thinking it was kind of weird that they have her holding her remote, like, cause she's photographing herself in each picture. But when I, when I looked at this and reminded myself of it today, 
it kind of reminds me of the Jane that was shot by Amanda DeCadnet. And I think maybe it's, mm-hmm. I don't know, just the way she's standing. She's got a shirt on with like a graphic on it. Yes. I guess that shirt was got really popular after this, by the way. Like, oh, that's funny. They started that place, the Detroit News, like sold a bunch of them. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love this one, but I, I feel like her face is too photoshopped in it, which is the reason that it did not make my list. Oh, interesting. I don't feel like it doesn't look like her, like some others that I'm sure one <laughs> yeah. day will will criticize. But I see what you mean, but I like her expression. Yeah. What she's wearing just feels very hangout cool Drew, you know? Yes, it like does. <laughs> and I love that something so recent ended up on both of our honorable mentions. So good. That's so cool. Yay, we did it. <laughs> that was easy. We did it. <laughs> That was fun. I hope you guys have fun looking through the episode page because these are all just really stunning covers. So it'll just be like one like gorgeous cover after another. Yeah, you guys have to go look in case there's any that aren't ringing a bell to you. You got to go check them out. It'll be fun to see them all together. I agree. Us just describe every time I try, I'm like, never mind. Just go (laughs) go look. look. (laughs) Great for podcasts. Yeah, right. Hey, you know what we could discuss real quick? And this is yeah. a little off topic, but I have a way to make it relevant. Okay. I've been telling you to watch Yellow Jackets for like a year now. And you said you started. I sure did. So I'm on episode two now. Okay. So here's my connection. Yes. I think we can connect this because it has three of Drew's former co-stars in it. So that's that's close enough, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Because we have Melanie Linsky from Ever After. Yep. Juliette Lewis from Whip It. Yep. And Liv Hewson from Santa Clarita Diet. That's so cool. Okay. So tell me what you think. I am absolutely loving it. I will say in the first episode I was having, even though some of the like older and younger versions are very obvious, I was like trying to keep track of it in the first episode, but then now I've got like full track of who the people are. I'm so interested in like how the older versions of the women start to interact again. Cause I have a feeling that mm. has to happen. Okay. I'm obviously not going to say anything to you that will spoil anything. It's definitely a show where you don't want to get spoiled on things. Yes. But, uh, I'm so excited that you're watching it. It's, I can't remember the last time there something came out that I was this like obsessed with. I love it so much. Oh, it's so good. The music is really good. Uh, yeah. If you grew up in the nineties, there's no way you can't appreciate the show just for that part alone, but yeah. also that it's completely female and the performances are just incredible and the casting is just fantastic. So yeah. how are you as far as like the violence level? Cause I remember those first two episodes, like I got okay after that, but those first two, I had like really stressful dreams <laughs> after I watched it. Ooh, um, I just watched episode two today and have not slept yet. So I'll have to tell you, but I'm usually okay with violence. If the show has like a, a very like strong storytelling reason to show it. Yeah. And I think that this does. I do too. So I think that they are doing an amazing job. And honestly, Melanie Linsky and Juliette Lewis are both so good. I know. I mean, so far I've seen the most of them. Um, Christina Ricci. Oh my God. Uh, Yep. (laughs) I'm totally soaked in. I will say one interesting thing. Have you watched True Detective the first season? No, but I definitely know I should. (laughs) Okay. So the, the one thing I will say that's already... There's not, there's supposed to be crossovers. This is just a mention. They both have flashbacks of an event that involves um, like 
like a crown, like a deer crown. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Or like, you know, like antlers. Yeah. <laughs> what are those crowns that deer wear? <laughs> <laughs> the reason I said that is because there's true detective. I mean, I think you should watch it. I'm only two episodes into that as well. So oh, fun. I'm just getting caught up on things I should have watched years ago. <laughs> That's okay. I'm usually that person. But I remember when I first saw the ads for Yellow Jackets on Instagram, I was like, oh, well, I have to watch this. You're like, well, thanks for making a show just for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you're watching it. Yay. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I'm watching it thanks to Ashley's. I probably shouldn't say this on air. Ashley's <laughs> Paramount Plus account. <laughs> thanks, Ashley. Sure. <laughs> Oh, I do have one other thing. Sure. I didn't make any notes about this because I just started listening to it in the car today, but there's this podcast called Eternally Amy. I don't have like in front of me the background of this woman, but some of what she does on her podcast, they call it the Boozeless Book Club because she's sober. Okay. And they're doing Wildflower. So I've been, I just started listening to it. And one of the women has a great story about meeting Drew at a Wildflower book signing Oh, and how she like, thought she was going to be able to go up and be all like cool. And instead she just like lost it and started screaming about how much she loved Drew and that Drew gave it right back to her. Like, I love you too. Oh my God. It it was perfect. You should listen to it. I'm already just like, this is good. This is good stuff. Oh, that sounds really awesome. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for this little quickie of an episode. We have a bigger one coming next week. As we said, do we want to say what it is in case people want to watch the movie movies ahead of time? Sure. If you listen to the end, maybe we just give a little hint. (laughs) Okay. All right. If you listen to the end, my hint is back off. Just back off. (laughs) Uh, One other hint we'll give is that the author of these two films in this double feature lives in the same state as I do. What could it be? (laughs) What could these be? (laughs) Who knows? Well, if you figured it out, props to you. And hey, let us know. Leave it in a review. Hey, they gave really fun hints about what their next episode is. I love this podcast. You know, something like that. <laughs> um, and then come over to Instagram and follow us at How Do You Drew Pod. I've got a fun reel I'm going to be working on today. And then also at Drewzium, where we share pretty much every Drew-related thing that we come across. Yeah, and as we've said a couple times in this episode, and I've probably been kind of aggressive about it make sure you visit our website at howdoyoudrew.com and check out the episode page because lots of visuals happening here that are worthwhile for your eyeballs oh yeah not just your earballs <laughs> and send listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com and my question to take us out today is hmm what is your favorite kind of milk oh <laughs> What is this question? Well, I guess it's not allowed to be called milk. It's, but I love an oat beverage. <laughs> Do they not call them milk? Um, there's like a whole thing where the milk industry is trying to keep the word milk from being used on things like that. <laughs> I like how the word milk like triggered you. Yeah, it's just a gross word. But the Trader Joe's one says oat beverage on it. And I love the Trader Joe's one. And I just finished my iced matcha latte that uh, was with oat milk. What, you mean oat beverage? <laughs> yeah, Starbucks hasn't gotten the memo yet. They still call it oat milk. Okay, so I, I know you don't want to hear about my love for milk. <laughs> I know you love it. But I like vitamin D milk, but I did just buy some oat beverage because I like having <laughs> it in my coffee. 
yeah. they realize that I probably shouldn't do half and half <laughs> every morning to make up three quarters of my cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oat beverage is a much better choice, <laughs> although it still has like sugar in it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Okay, everybody, thank you for sticking around for the end where we blathered on for probably about as long as we did about the topic. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> we'll see you all next Drew's Day. Ooh, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. This episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewseum.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo. And last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her. We do this for you. Thank Thank you. you.